This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, March 13, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. It's odd to think about, but the federal government owns a massive share of the land in western states. Holly Fretwell at the Property and Environment Research Center is co-author of a new report detailing land management of states versus the feds entitled Divided Lands. We spoke at the International Students for Liberty Conference last month. Uh, we actually have quite a divide. When you look at the eastern states, very little land is owned by the federal government. And when you look at the western states, uh, over half of the land is owned by the federal government. So in, in terms of, you've, you've done a study that sort of looks at how states versus the feds manage those lands across several metrics, not, a, not value judgments, but saying this is how this tends to work out. So what did you find with respect to those two entities managing land. Okay, what we've really tried to do is, is look at the, the institutional arrangements that exist there. What sort of federal land manage, management do we have? Um, what are the regulations? What are the laws? What are the incentives provided there? And compare that to the state trust lands, which are very different. State trust lands are actually required to generate revenues um, on the lands that they have. Uh, each state of the western states was actually given a certain amount of land um, in the uh, origination acts of those individual states. Um, some states were given two sections of each township, and some states were given up to four sections of each township. So they're scattered. They're sort of random lands. So what our goal was, um, because there seems to be this big input and this big push to try to transfer some of the federal lands to state uh, to states and have the states manage those lands. We wanted to just do some comparisons and see what it would look like if those lands were transferred because they're under very different incentives and uh, a lot of the uh, backing behind the transfer isn't really talking about where it would go in the states, um, who would manage it, what would the institutions look like. So we started with one of the obvious places looking at those state trust lands. And indeed, as we would expect, we found that the states did a pretty good job. They generate revenues. They're mandated to generate revenues. And in fact, if we look at per dollar spent, uh, the states generate about $14.51 uh, for every um, dollar that they spend. We looked at four states, Montana, Idaho, Arizona, and New Mexico. So that's the average of, the, of those four states. Um, compared to a Fed, and we looked at the multiple use lands, so we're actually comparing apples to apples. Uh, so we looked at the BLM lands and the, the Forest Service lands, and what we came up with at the a national average there is they generate about 73 cents for every dollar spent. So that means that they're actually losing 27 cents for every dollar spent um, that's, that they're managing for. When revenues are generated on lands that are owned and managed by states versus the feds, what what is the source of those revenues? Okay, we were really trying to look at things where the feds were doing some similar activities and so we could really compare these activities to each other. Uh, timber is one of those areas uh, where the feds sell timber um, and they um, generate revenues and they have expenses. Um, unfortunately, their expenses outweigh their, um, their revenues. Uh, at the state level, states also uh, provide for timber harvest and the states, again, they're required to generate revenues and they do generate revenues. Um, and they are required to generate revenues for into the future. So it's not like they're going out and just clear-cutting massive areas of land and then, and then leaving them uh, fallow and, and going somewhere else. They're managing the landscape just like the Forest Service is, is presumably managing the landscape, um, trying to ensure that we have a sustainable timber harvest year after year. Uh, we did uh, comparisons on grazing as well. Um, again, uh, grazing lands for the feds, um, small uh, fees, uh, $1.35 has been sort of the average fee uh, per AUM, that's per animal unit 
Animal Unit Month, um, and the states are generating a, a much different revenues, um, anywhere from two to nine dollars per AUM, depending upon the forage, the quality of the forage, um, what else we could be doing with the land. Uh, the feds have a one-size-fits-all program there. The states are again really looking closely at what's happening on that land and what else they could do with that land. So, what is the status now of the possibility of transferring? more federal land into state hands? I mean, as a matter of ownership, where does that stand? Okay, well, there, there's been some great studies that have been done looking at actually the constitutionality of it, and, and Ken Ivory um, has has done some great analysis on that. Uh, certainly not my expertise, but um, there is presumably uh, some constitutional rights that states have, um, that states in the East have actually managed for and, and taken over those lands uh, way back in, in history, whereas the Western states never did take over those lands, retake those lands. Um, so people have indeed uh, looked at some of those analysis, and, and um, again, it's beyond my, my expertise there. Is, is there an expectation, though, that uh, the federal government will devolve uh, control of those lands to states? I, Utah actually passed a law um, in 2012 uh, that was requiring the federal government to transfer all of their federal lands, with the exception of wilderness areas and, and national parks, those were going to stay federal, but they were to transfer those lands by December of 2014. So there was some expectation that we would actually see some transfer. I think a lot of people uh, have gotten onto this, this bandwagon more to try to get people to think a little bit about what are the problems with the lands um, that we're looking at. Why do we even have to question whether these lands stay federal or they move to the states? Uh, because we're seeing a lot of problems on the federal lands. They're not doing a great job managing for the lands. And it's not because they're not good people and they're not, they're, they're not, uh, they're great managers that really want to protect the landscape, but the laws that they have to abide by are restricting them. They're, they're just hand-tied uh, to be able to manage the lands, whereas the state trust lands have very different uh, bylaws that actually require them to generate revenues and they have different types of legislation to allow them to actually get some, some action done. So they are able to take care of the lands in a much different way and a much more um, effective way at lower cost. Holly Fretwell is a research fellow at the Property and Environment Research Center. Subscribe to this and other podcasts at our website, cato.org.